Blog Talk Radio. your family and yourself are in good stead, healthy and wealthy and wise, and in peace in a world that's obviously not very much in peace. Hopefully things are well in your world. I'm here to talk to you tonight about something that's very much overlooked, unfortunately, and not very wise to overlook it. It's quite a serious issue. It's about mold toxicity, toxic mold illness is what I refer to it as. What is mold? Mold is a nonspecific term. This is a non-scientific term for many types of unwanted fungi found both indoors and outdoors. Active mold requires moisture, of course. There's many different types of fungi. Like I said, they're mold and funguses that have many connotations, musty colors, must, musty odors rather, damp basements, moldy carpets, water leaks, soggy drywall, and athlete's foot, poisonous mushrooms, onycos. Pretty serious business, though. One of the least recognized, one of the least recognized causes of inflammation and compromised immunity is mold and mycotoxins, which are mold toxins, of course. There's a number of different researchers that have indicated that mold is something that makes us more susceptible to viruses, germs, bacteria, other sicknesses. Pretty serious issue, no question about it. The World Health, according to the World Health Organization, there's seven million deaths per year due to indoor and outdoor pollutants and toxins, agents just like mold. And 5 million of the world's 20 million asthmatics are rooted in mold. 5 million of the world's 20 million asthmatics rooted in mold. 45 million homes and buildings in the United States contain unhealthy levels of mold. It's quite a common issue. It's, of course, referred to as sick building syndrome. There's a lot, of, a lot of folks out there that I see every week have sinus problems related to mold, and according to the World Health Organization. 92% of all chronic sinus infections, 93% of all chronic sinus infections are attributed to mold. That's quite a number. In terms of an annual cost for mold, pretty, pretty remarkably expensive. Allergic rhinitis, $3.7 billion per year. So that's a, allergic rhinitis that's caused by mold allergies. Allergic rhinitis cost in America $3.7 billion. Acute bronchitis, $1.9 billion. Asthma, $5.1 billion. Asthma morbidity, $1.7 billion. Now, this is really a little known fact, but there's actually 38,000 direct forms, 38,000 people that die from mold exposure, specifically 38,000 deaths a year. That's 104 people every day that die from mold exposure all due to inflammatory agents that are caused by, called inflammagens, or mold inflammagens that cause the inflammation in the pulmonary system, the immune system, a dysfunctionalized immune system, mold spores. Dr. Wayne Anderson, interesting researcher, he did some interesting research regarding Lyme disease. Dr. Anderson established that Lyme disease is something we become significantly more susceptible to with mold exposure. So mold toxicity increases there probably the susceptibility to Lyme by about 60%. Pretty remarkable. 
So as I say, Lyme is one of the least recognized causes of inflammation and compromised immunity you know, in the world. Of all the different agents that cause problems for our immune systems, Lyme is one of the least acknowledged, least recognized. In terms of the symptoms, things like nasal and sinus infections like we talked about, throat irritation, coughing, wheezing, shortness of breath, eye irritation, skin irritation, lung infections, even cancer. Yes, I said cancer. Pulmonary hemorrhaging, liver and kidney disease. Pretty serious business. Among the 12 most common molds, forms of mold exposed in our, in our country, there are 12 common molds. There, there are a total of 300,000 species. Think about this. 300,000 forms of mold in the world. That's just a remarkable number, 300,000. There's only 12 that are significant in, in our part of the world as far as infectious inflammation. Acrimonium, Altenarium, Aspergillus, Oreobacidium, Chitonium, Cladosporum, Fusarium, Mucor, Penicillium, Stachybotrys, Trichoderma, Olocadium. Those are the most those are the twelve most common forms of mold exposure. Again, we're talking about toxic agents that require moisture, like we said earlier. Mold 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 is not infectious unless it becomes moist. So it's a non specific form of mold, fungi I should say. But actually when it's when it connects with moisture it becomes very inflammatory, very toxic. Mold and fungus have many different connotations like we always talked about earlier, you know, like we talked about earlier, the idea that Basements become breached with water. A lot of people get water in their, in their basements. That happened to me back in 2005. Had a really bad snowstorm one winter morning. Got about 30 inches of snow. And ended up losing power for about five days. After losing power for five days, we had a pipe burst on the second floor. When the pipe burst, we had water all over the house. Yeah, remediated, of course. By the way, the average cost of remediation for mold if you have problems like that, $6,000. Not a cheap proposition. Pretty serious business. So we, we paid for mediation, $6,000 for mediation. Still, there was mold spores all over the house. I actually had a really bad mycoplasma infection for years. So it's pretty serious stuff. It's, it's virtually impossible to get rid of because the spores are so tiny. But the idea is that you want to keep your home as dry as possible at all costs, even condensation. Keep the condensation condensation and moisture levels down. Keep the basement flooding in a, to a dull roar. Those are the primary causes of the mold. So to keep a dry, a dry environment is number one priority. As we said, mold is non-scientific term for many types of unwanted fungi, both indoor and outdoor fungi. As we said earlier, there's Quite a few people, 7 million, 7 million people globally die every year from indoor and outdoor pollution like mold. 7 million. That's according to the World Health Organization. So we're talking about a very serious issue. We're talking about something that actually makes viruses more prevalent in our lives, bacteria more prevalent in our lives, compromises our immune system with inflammagens. The inflammagens actually are pretty inflammatory. Weaken our immunity. They can make us more susceptible to virtually everything. Like we said earlier, the research indicates that mold exposure is more susceptible to Lyme disease, 
most susceptible to viruses, COVID-19, any virus, any, especially retroviruses. So one of the ways we can keep ourselves strong immunologically is to become more aware of the problem of mold toxicity and to do something about it. Strengthen our immunity. I'm going to give you a lot of different preferences tonight. The idea is that there are many different suggestions. There's some natural medicines out there that are quite important and very helpful in neutralizing the presence of mold in our body. Actually, mold doesn't, doesn't take the, mold doesn't transfer in the human body. Mold becomes fungi. So mold in the environment that you breathe in, that you encounter in damp basements, etc., becomes fungi in the body. Fungus. It's a single cell bacteria. Not to mention the fact that a lot of people are eating fermented foods, which I talk about all the time, which make you much more susceptible to mold infection, mold inflammation. So things like vinegar, things like yeasted breads, too much sugar in the diet, beer, wine, champagne, blue cheese dressings, not peanuts, pistachio nuts, all foods that actually increase our mold susceptibility. So I'm to be really careful about that. Like you said, food plays a significant role in just about everything, including mold, especially including mold. So we're going to talk to you tonight about toxic mold illness, what you can do about it, what you can do dietarily, nutritionally, supplement-wise. Got some great supplements. But you got to pay close attention. It's a pretty serious business. No laughing matter. Mold is something that actually compromises our immune system to a great extent, leaving us pretty susceptible and vulnerable. Like I said, viruses, bacteria, germs in general, inflammation, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to talk to you tonight about toxic mold illness. My name is Mark Minkoy. You're listening to the Natural Health Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, we'll be back in just a minute. Stay right where you are. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you can't suggest to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Welcome back. Great to have you with us tonight. We're talking to you about toxic mold illness. You certainly aren't exposed enough. That's for darn sure. You, you wake up in the morning, you go to get in your car, you see that 
that greenish yellow powder that's covered all over your, all over your car that's pine pollen, oak pollen, maple pollen, pretty thick this time of year. Maybe the months of May and June in this part of the world. Pollen is just incredible. You can wipe it off your car. It's like powder, it's like colored baby powder just layered on your car windshield. Pretty incredible. But when it rains, after the pollen comes out, the rain washes the pollen to the ground. Now, pollen is a living thing. Pollen is a living protein, just like food. It's a living thing that gets moldy until it gets wet. If you left food out on your counter, you left food out in your driveway on the ground. If you rain a couple of days, you know it gets moldy. That's what things are. So the same thing is true with this pollen. This pollen is actually thick as thick as it gets in your car windshield. It's going to wash the ground and become moldy when it gets exposed to water and rain, moisture, and it becomes highly moldy. And then the then then it gets dry in a windy day and spread those mold spores all over the place. That's kind of the, the psychology of nature, especially in the part of the world we live in. But mold is not an unusual thing. It's virtually every it's on every continent in the world. It's been an indigenous thing in the world, and it's been part of the human experience since day one. But it's pretty dangerous stuff, no, no question about it. Like I said earlier, mold causes 38,000 deaths per year, 104 deaths every year, every day. 104 people every day die from mold exposure. Think about that. That's just incredible. Seven million deaths per year due to toxic pollutants, just like mold. Five million of the world's 20 million asthmatics are rooted in mold, like we said. 45% of the homes buildings in the U.S. contain unhealthy levels of mold as well. So the sick buildings all over the place. 45 million houses and build, homes and buildings. 45 million. That's just remarkable. 90, 93% of all sinus infections. I had to have so many patients in over the years. Chronic sinus infections. I put them on mold drops. And again, the medical world barely recognizes it. If you do, if you do any searches in this area about mold toxicity, it's like it's like it doesn't exist. Like they're completely blind to the fact. It's crazy. But I've worked with so many people. I had one gentleman in my my building that I worked with recently, who actually has he had impaired hearing. One ear was like 80% impaired hearing. The other is like 60. And what I found is I found that he had such mold inflammation. His lymphatic system was all swollen and inflamed from, from mold exposure. Put him on a diet, of course, low in fermented foods. No vinegar, no yeast, no sugar in the diet, no nuts, no seeds, no beer, wine, or champagne. And we just basically put them on some strong mold drops as well. We're going to give you the brand of some brand names of some great mold drops. He took his, took his drops, took his supplements, thought his diet strictly. He got 80% of his hearing back. He's been everywhere. He's been mass iron here, been to the mass general hospital, all over the place. And again, trying to get some kind of classic diagnosis. They just couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out at all. But it was clearly mold. So mold is just pretty confounded to so many practitioners. So many practitioners just don't recognize it, don't acknowledge it, are not familiar with it. It's just a, it's an anomaly as far as most people are concerned. Most people don't talk about it either. So we talk about fermentation, we talk about yeast infections, and we've talked many, many times, and many of you have read books about PCC, polysystemic chronic candidiasis, PCC, polysystemic multisystem, chronic candidiasis. You know, that's known as candida, candida bacteria. And it's been something we've been writing about in popular paperback books and talking about conversation, and certainly something that's presided in 
the, the, the industry that I'm in, natural health and holistic world, for many years, since the 80s, since the 70s and 80s. But since then, there's been a drop-off. People aren't talking that much about it. Candida is something that ties directly into the mold sensitivity issue. I'd tell you this. If you're eating a lot of fermented foods, a lot of nuts, peanut butter, soy sauce, sugar, high sugar concentrations, uh, yeasty breads, starches and carbohydrates, uh, beer, wine, champagne, uh, marinated foods, et cetera, et cetera. Mushrooms, melons as well. Yes, melons are high, high in mold. Those are foods that are actually going to increase your susceptibility to mold exposure, mold to the inflammation from mold exposures. And you can bet on it. You've been exposed. You can absolutely bet on that. If you've been out of the house, you've been exposed, and in fact, you're likely suffering from mold in your home somewhere, too. Any leaky faucets, any plumbing accidents that you've had, like you said, any, bre- any breach of moisture in the basement, any water that's on its way into your basement, you know you got mold sensitivity. But it's all over outside, too. We live in a part of the world that's constantly moist. We get rain, we get snow, we get constant moisture, cloudy days, damp days, rainy days, humidities, condensations. We have a lot of mold in this part of the world. This is not this is not Arizona, make no mistake about it. Arizona is much drier and places like Tucson, Phoenix don't have nearly the kind of mold spore problems that we have here. So mold travels through spores to the air. If you breathe in those spores, you're gonna in many cases find yourself suffering from the symptoms that we mentioned earlier. I'll mention those again. Nasal and sinus inflammation. That's classic, of course. How many people in this part of the world have sinus problems? I mean, God Almighty, it's just very present. Throat irritation, coughing and wheezing, shortness of breath, eye irritation, skin irritation, lung infections, yes, even cancer. That's that's just incredible. You know, there's a great researcher, Dr. Otto Warburg, that I talk about quite often. He won two Nobel Prizes in medicine. Dr. Otto Warburg once was quoted as saying, the primary cause of cancer, the primary cause, and he said there's many secondary and tertiary causes. There's one primary cause of cancer, the fermentation of sugar. Fermentation and sugar are synonymous with mold and fungi. That's how you feed the fungus in your body. And again, that's what mold is. Mold is fungi. They're both different words for the same thing. Mold and fungi are single cell bacteria. So whether you're breathing in mold spores, whether you're eating a lot of fermented foods, you're producing the same end result in your body. You're producing a high concentration of single cell bacteria, fungal bacteria. And according to Dr. Warburg, the primary cause of cancer is the fermentation of sugar. That's like saying this. There's a direct synonymous connection between fermented foods and cancer, between mold and fungus and cancer. There was a book written by Dr. Tullio Simoncini. Dr. Tullio Simoncini was a very famous oncologist from Rome, Italy. About 10 years ago, he read a book called Cancer is a Fungus. Yes, I said cancer is a fungus. Remarkable book. He actually biopsied 1,000 tumor sites, 1,000 tumor sites, videotaped them. He opened them up and he showed his tunes, his videos, that every single one of these tumors, 1,000 tumors that he biopsied. Had, had a white center, a, nuclei, a nucleic core that was white, because the reason it was white is it was fungus. So there's fungus in every tumor site driving the cancer. That's where he wrote the book, Cancer is a Fungus. 
He was all excited, thinking he was going to come to this country with a breakthrough medical presentation. He was pretty much shooed out of the out of the out of the country. They didn't want to hear what he had to say. And again, the point is, cancer is a fungus. So when you think about can when you think about mold and fungus, yes, true sinus and nasal and sinus infections and inflammation, throat irritation, coughing and wheezing, shortness of breath, eye irritation, skin irritation, lung infections, but cancer is one of those as well. And also I mentioned earlier pulmonary hemorrhaging, liver and kidney disease, pretty serious business. You said earlier, 38,000 people a year died, specifically died from exposure to mold. 38,000, 104 every day. That's pretty incredible. So how's your diet? You insist on eating a lot of nuts and seeds, a lot of yeast and bread, a lot of vinegar, beer, wine, champagne, fermented foods, marinated foods, melons, mushrooms, those little black speckles in the top of your cauliflower, the little black speckles are mold. So mold finds its way into a variety of different places. It finds its way into a variety, it finds its way into our, into our body from a variety of sources, especially food. Blue cheese, that's the worst. So when you think about the amount of mold that we take in through food and through exposures, it's pretty, pretty incredible. It's really amazing. But how is your diet? Is your diet cleaned up as far as that goes? How are your symptoms? Is the experience nasal and sinus inflammation, chronic sinus? How about, like I talked about earlier, hearing impairment? You have sudden hearing impairment. I've found so many different people, not just the gentleman I mentioned earlier, so many patients have that come in the office over the years with hearing impairments. Nothing seems to help them. I put them on anti-mold programs, their hearing clears right up. So here's the deal. Mold has an affinity for E-E-N-T, E-E-N-T, eye, ear, nose, throat. Infections and inflammation of the eyes, the ears, the nose, and the throat. Classically, classically mold-based. So if you have sinus infections, you have nasal infections, you have difficulty hearing, throat irritation, coughing and wheezing that's chronic. So many people I've seen have chronic coughs, wheezing, shortness of breath, eye irritation. Looks like pink eye. They always have pink eye. Skin irritation, lung infections. Chronic lung infections, antibiotics. Pulmonary problems, liver problems, kidney problems, all correlated. And so the idea is that you want to make sure that your diet is clean. If you suffer from any of those things, whether you've been diagnosed with mold sensitivity or not, again, there's a good, <laughs> at least a better than 50 50 chance that whatever physician you go to isn't going to be familiar with mold. I'm telling you, if you do the research, you look at it, just do some Google searching on the internet. Mold just. Do a search for mold, toxic mold illness. You won't find a whole lot. You'll find some sites that are pretty enlightening, but for the most part, they're way behind the curve. So many, so many medical people are just convinced there's not enough evidence. And that always cracks me up. I mean, I've just seen so many people, so many mold sensitivities, so many, so many illnesses correlated, so many immune immunosuppressive conditions. Chronic virus is one of them. I see a direct correlate between people with Lyme disease, chronic chronic autoimmune problems, chronic immune problems. In fact, to me, autoimmune is the result of the immune system having something to contend with that's hard to put its finger on. That's what causes the frustration of the immune system and the overworking of the immune system. The immune system gets frustrated, gets overworked. It tries to figure the problem out. It gets very, very aggressive, very overactive. As it does that, it becomes an autoimmune issue. 
So it's issues like mold, for example, that aren't being paid attention to by the culture. Retrovirus is another one. These are, these are conditions, these are problems, like Lyme disease. So many physicians don't even, still don't recognize Lyme disease. 33%, that's our recent study, 33% of the medical establishment doesn't even believe in Lyme disease. I'm just saying that there's so many different immunosuppressive conditions that aren't getting treated. It's overlooked and ignored. If they do get overlooked and ignored, they're going to get worse. As they get worse, the immune system fights to figure it out, struggles to figure it out, gets more aggressive, more aggressive, more frustrated, more aggressive. That's an autoimmune sets in. So conditions such as this are perfect categorical issues regarding mold, regarding autoimmune disease. I always look for autoimmune disease, causal, causal problems, what I call causal roots from the perspective of hard, hard to, to decipher problems, difficult to decipher problems. Like we said, there's, there's inflammogens. They're called inflammogens. And mold is loaded with inflammogens. And we're exposed continuously. Sometimes in the common exposure, the com- commonality of the exposure is just incredible. It's virtually everywhere. There's no getting away from it entirely. Some people are even eating blue cheese dressings. I, I can't believe people still eat blue cheese dressings. But that's that's the classic case of something that is extremely elevated in mold concentration. That's what it is. It's a blue mold. So you want to think about being really careful about your diet. Diet plays a significant role in mold. The other thing is, too, if you have any, any cancer patients in the family, any, any, anybody suffering, fighting the battle against cancer, fighting the war against cancer, you want to make sure that they're in, in a dry environment. Make sure they're not being exposed to mold because that will intensify their immune problems. And make sure you don't feed them peanut butter. You want to make sure you don't feed them a lot of moldy foods. If somebody's looking to prevent cancer, that's another issue. People, people often get kind of risque with things like beer and wine and champagne. A weekend, especially. You want to make sure you're very careful about that. If you want to prevent cancer, you want to, you want to make sure you don't consume a lot of fermented foods. The problem there is the mold. There's specific mold phylum that actually are pretty dangerous. Aspergillus niger. There's something called Aspergillus niger. That's called black mold. Black mold is solely responsible for about two-thirds of the deaths from mold. 38,000 people die every year from mold. Two-thirds of them are from Aspergillus niger. Aspergillus niger is black mold. Highly toxic. Highly toxic. Buildings in this part of the world ransacked. Riddles with mold. Black mold. Aspergillus niger. There's some really good natural medicines, too. I'm going to start talking about those a little bit. There's a company called Genestra. G-E-N-E-S-T-R-A. Genestra. G-E-N. E-S-T-R-A, Genestra, one of the better companies in the world. They make a product called Fungisode, F-U-N-G-I-S-O-D-E, Fungisode. I've tried so many different, with my patients over the years, tried so many different forms of antifungal and anti-mold foods. Some of them are much better than others, no question about it. Some are really quite exceptional, but none are more exceptional than Genestra Fungisode. It works immediately. Some of them take weeks to work. They work reasonably well, but it takes quite a long time. The Genestra fungicide works instantly. You can feel it when you take it. It clears your head instantaneously. That's Genestra as the brand. G-E-N-E-S-T-R-A, Genestra. Fungicide, F-U-N-G-I-S-N-E, fungicide. The dose, 
recommended be about 15 drops in three ounces of water twice a day. That's Genestra fungicide, 15 drops, three ounces of water twice a day. Nothing better. Also, I often talk about something like, like monolaurin as an antiviral. Monolaurin is M-O-N-O-L-A-U-R-I-N, monolaurin. It's lauric acid. It's coconut oil. It's, it's a fatty acid from coconut. It's antifungal, antiviral, antiprotozole, antibacterial. It's quite a positive agent, quite a powerful agent. Protects us against mold as well. So lauric acid in the form of monolaurin is quite protective. I take 600 milligrams. That's one capsule, 600 milligrams. I'd recommend two twice. You can keep your distance from all. Great product. It's got caprylic acid in it as well. So it's got lauric acid and caprylic acid. Caprylic acid is a fatty acid in coconut that's been proven to fight fungus, fungi. So it neutralizes the presence of mold once it becomes fungi in the body. Or fungus, I should say. That's Aspergillus niger. That's the black mold. That's the worst. You want to neutralize the presence of Aspergillus niger in all molds in your body, all exposures to mold, by using monolaurin, by using genestra fungicide. Like I said earlier, make sure that your home is dry. If you have any, some people, it's incredible. I talk to people throughout the week. Some people are just very laissez-faire about having damp basements. You can't be. You can't afford to be. You got to be really on the ball about that. Any kind of problems with any breach of moisture in your basement, you got to get on it. Call our mediation group. And it's not cheap. I understand that, but on an average price of six thousand dollars, most people just don't overlook it. If you can't afford to overlook it, you'll be paying medical bills. My name is Mark Minkall. You're listening to Natural House Hour here on Blog Talk Radio. It'll be Sunday night at eight o'clock. Take a short break. Be right back. Stay tuned. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. 
Welcome back. Hopefully you're cultivating peace in your, in your family. Hopefully things are smooth where you are. Peace in your mind as well. These are crazy times. You just got to really put the extra energy into spirituality right now. Keeping your, your balance. We're talking to you tonight about toxic mold illness, something that we need to know, talk, know more about and talk more about. I had an interesting quote here from the World Health Organization I want to share with you. This is from the WHO. It reads as follows. Toxicological evidence obtained in vivo and in vitro supports these findings, showing the occurrence of diverse inflammatory and toxic responses after exposure to microorganisms isolated from damp buildings, including their spores, tabloids, and components. That's all about mold. Keep in mind, mold is not an allergen. Mold is not an allergen. That's an important point. It's an inflammatory agent. So when you think about inflammation, there's 150 autoimmune diseases. 150 autoimmune diseases, 72% of which are inflammatory, caused by inflammation. So inflammation is a trigger to so many different sicknesses. I'd say whatever your genetic weaknesses are, inflammation is going to trigger them. Inflammation doesn't always come from diet. Sometimes inflammation comes from exposure. So mold is not an, not an allergy to inflammation within the body, which causes immune breakdown, causes the immune system to go haywire, like I said earlier. That's, that's the key. Whenever the immune system can't figure something out, it just goes haywire. It keeps trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, work hard, work hard, like harder, 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 and trying to get to the bottom of the problem. That's when the immune system produces an autoimmune reflux. That's when autoimmunity predominates. So mold is a primary autoimmune agent. The other thing I want to say, too, is that there's a number of different agents that build up as a result of poor maintenance. What do I mean by poor maintenance? Garages, basements, who pays attention to their garage? Not many people. It's not a priority. Most people are just not going to make it a priority to, to fight the mold exposure in the garage. If you've got a bedroom, it's budding in a garage, which I did the other day. I had a patient with a young boy who has pretty serious mold allergies. They have mold in the, in the garage, pretty high levels of mold in the garage. They've had it tested and all that. And his bedroom is right off the garage. Teenage boy had a band. His band actually rehearsed in the garage. He said he was perfectly fine, symptom-wise. So he started rehearsing in the garage with his fellow musicians. Then everything changed. Of course, his bedroom is abutting it as well. So they know that it's mold. And it's such a frustration. Looking at looking at, you can't really sell the idea very easily spend the money and to put the energy and the effort into the garage, the basement. People are too busy surviving these days. But it's a serious issue. That's part of what makes the issue problematic. So many people just have so much to think of other than their garage, their basement, flooding. If you can afford it, you've had, you've had a breach. Like I said earlier, if you've had a you had a basement breach with water or a garage that's damp. You got mold. You can smell the mold. It's mildew. It's like a mildew smell. You got an old bathroom. It's off the, the spare bedroom or something like that. 
you don't pay much attention to it, but you can smell the mildew. You need to you need to get to the bottom of that. You need to try to clear it out. Remediation is not always six thousand bucks. Depends on how much you gotta do. You have a small plumbing problem, it's not gonna be that much. But you need to look at it. At least have it at least have it evaluated. Or even tested. So there's other common molds that are extremely toxic. Acrimonium is one of them. Cerium, acrimonium, alternaria. As we said earlier, aspergillus niger is probably the worst. Oreobacidium is another one. Chitonium is another one. Cladosporium, fusarium, eucor, penicillin, which is just what it sounds like. Stachybotrys, trichodermis, Eulocadium. These are all toxic molds that are quite common. These are the 12 most common exposure to mold we're going to get in this part of the world. But as we said, there are 300,000 species of mold. globally. there's 300,000 molds in the world. That's just astounding. So it's quite common. Let's get back to the business of getting you equipped to deal with it. Something called caprylic acid, do you find at the health food store? C-A-P-R-Y-L-I-C, caprylic acid. Fatty acid derived from coconut. Very, very effective against fighting mold and fungi. Candida, yeast, they're all one and the same, by the way. They're usually about five or 600 milligram capsules, generally about 600. I take three a day, 600 milligrams three times a day. If you feel you're exposed. There's also a company called BioAlice, B-I-O-L-E-R-S, BioAlice, yeast mold drops. BioAlice, yeast mold drops. They're not as good as the one I mentioned earlier. I mentioned earlier the genestra fungicide is more effective, more efficient. But the bioallergy is a pretty good product too. Bioallergy yeast mold drops, 10 drops another time, three times a day. Also, there's an herb called Padiarco, P-A-U-D-A-R-C-O, Padiarco. <coughs> Padiarco is a Brazilian rainforest herb, very effective against the presence of mold spores. Yeast, candida, fungi. I'd recommend 600 milligrams as well, three, three times a day. Those are probably your best medicines to fight, to fight the cause. But again, I think a big part of this is diet. So many people are just eating the wrong kind of foods and don't know it. What are the right kind of foods? Lean baked or broiled proteins, chicken, turkey, fish, low-starch vegetables, broccoli, green beans, lettuce. Asparagus, zucchini, spinach, and beat those. And if you're going to have fruits, you want to make sure it's low sugar because this is a form of bacteria that's going to spread many kind of high sugar fruits. The lowest sugar fruits are berries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, strawberries. by far your best foods. And we keep the foods really to a high level of antifungal presence in the body. So many people are eating nuts. I'm always asked every day, I ask, why don't you like nuts? There's many reasons I don't like nuts. This is one of the principal reasons I don't like nuts. Because they're, they're going to increase your susceptibility to mold spores and development of fungi in the body. There are books written in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. There's a book written in the 80s that actually called The Yeast Connection by Dr. William Crook. The Yeast Connection is a great book. 
it talks about how this stuff gets set up in many cases. I should say our susceptibility to mold gets preempted or set up by antibiotics. Well, the boy I told you about earlier, he found like 17 antibiotics in two years. Three years, three years. So here's the deal. Antibiotics wipe out good bacteria and bad bacteria. So by wiping out your protective bacteria, you're more susceptible to the presence, to the encounters of mold, fungi. So I make sure that you don't needlessly take antibiotics. A lot of people just take antibiotics kind of recklessly. I want to make sure you, you absolutely need the antibiotic. If you need it, you need it. I understand that. But if you don't, you want to be really conservative about using it. It'll strip your floral bacteria. That's the other thing. There's a probiotic that I recommend. The probiotic I like is actually one by Jaro Formulas. J-A-R-O-W, Jaro. It's called IBS. IBS. Although lately, it's been hard. we've had a hard time trying to find it from some of the suppliers. But I like the Jaro IBS. It's got 299B plantarum. The, the culture is 299B. It's a great plantarum. Great culture. That's Jaro IBS. If you can't get it, then you can get the Jaro EPS. Extended probiotic system. EPS. Just about as good. I recommend two a day. Take one before breakfast, one before bed. That'll keep the presence of good floral bacteria proliferating in your intestines. That's pretty important. And the other thing is, we're talking about gut problems quite often. We're always talking about gut, and we should. Gut's a huge issue. It plays into so many different other aspects, like brain function, neurological function, digestion, of course. So you want to make sure that you understand that this whole business of yeast and mold and fungi plays directly into the gut process, negatively, of course. So it actually is a negative component of gut health, especially when you talk about PCC, polysystemic chronic candidiasis. So you want to think in terms of candida bacteria, fighting the candida bacteria just to protect yourself from the presence of mold, mold spores, which you're getting hit with all the time, of course, like I said earlier. Nobody escapes it. Everybody's always getting exposed to mold. But I think it's really important to follow a PCC diet. Again, lean protein, baked or boiled chicken, turkey, fish, low-starch vegetables, broccoli, asparagus, Green beans, lettuce, spinach, zucchini. Those should be the one. Those should make up 80% of what you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Egg whites are perfectly fine. I usually recommend egg whites with vegetables, like a frittata in the morning, and a salad at lunch with chicken or something like that. And a salad should be taken without vinegar, of course. There's a couple of vinegar-free dressings that I recommend. I like Annie's. Annie's makes a vinegar-free lemon chai that's quite good. Annie's lemon chive is quite good. And Annie makes another one called uh, green garlic. So Annie's makes green garlic and lemon chive. Those are vinegar-free dressings. It's quite good. Or you can just use olive oil and lemon. Spice it whatever way you like. Just want to make sure you don't use vinegar for your salad dressing. Read your labels. If there's vinegar, you don't want it. Dinner, I just recommend a lean protein like chicken, turkey, or fish, plus five ounces or so. With six to eight ounces of low-starch vegetables. Broccoli, green beans, asparagus, spinach, zucchini, lettuce, etc. So that's the key. I think you want to keep the proteins, low-starch vegetables, and high high premium in your diet. Beyond that, if you want to take fruit, you can take a little bit of fruit, but make sure it's low-sugar fruit. Low-sugar fruit has about 8 grams. You know, fruit can be quite a, quite a difference in terms of sugar. Some fruits have 
25 to 30, size 40 grams of sugar per serving. Other fruits have six, seven, or eight grams. Quite a difference. So some are really low sugar, some are really high sugar. Berry, berries are the best. Blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, strawberries, the highest in, in antioxidants, the lowest in sugar. So I'd recommend those. I want to have low sugar fruits, not, not a bad idea. We've been talking to you tonight about toxic mold illness. I want to make sure that you get the message that it's out there. It's probably in there as well, in your home, somewhere in your home. I hope it's not, but I'd be willing to bet that it is. Hopefully nobody's gotten sick from it unknowingly. That's that's the biggest problem with this stuff. It's, it's a causal agent that nobody puts their finger on. The doctors aren't even looking at it. It's just a mystery to so many different people. It's incredible. I see so many people all around the block. Some people have been frustrated. There's been three, four, five, six different doctors. Nobody figured it out. And when you finally figure it out, put your finger on it. Put them on antifungal, anti-mold supplements and anti-mold diet. They get better. What a difference. By the way, mold, one thing I should say, mold is a neurotoxin. A neurotoxin means it affects the brain, the cerebellum in the brain. Specifically. So mold causes a lot of different havoc with the body. No question about that. Many different problems. An issue is immense proportions and so many different components of the human body. There's nothing worse than the brain. It is a neurotoxin. Make no mistake about it. And it actually will do a number on your brain. Concentration, focus, memory, et cetera, et cetera. It will do a number on you. So we've been talking to you tonight about mold, mold, toxic mold illness. Something that's quite common, unfortunately. We come back from the break. We're going to talk more about toxic mold illness with you. Stay tuned. Don't move. We'll hit you with a couple messages. Hang on. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit to maximize your calorie burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating the whole health diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change the whole health diet is available at amazon.com purchase your book today balance your wellness through wholeness your favorite foods could be causing those irritating unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781 817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. 
Hey, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Hopefully your weekend is winding down in a healthy and positive way. I've been talking to you tonight about toxic mold illness, quite a serious issue. Once again, an interesting statement from the World Health Organization. It reads as follows. Toxicological evidence obtained in vivo and in vitro supports these findings, showing the occurrence of diverse inflammatory and toxic responses after exposure to microorganisms isolated from damp buildings, including their spores, metabolites, and components. So there's the deal. If you suffer from nasal and sinus inflammation, and it's not an allergy, it's an inflammation, keep that in mind. Throat irritation is chronic, coughing and wheezing, shortness of breath, eye irritation, skin irritation, lung infection, pulmonary hemorrhaging, liver and kidney disease. You could have a mole problem. Certainly, certainly something that's a problem that most of us know. 38,000 deaths every year. 38,000 deaths per year. That's 104 a day. Incredible. Again, we're talking about something that occurs indoors and outdoors both. There's 45 million homes and buildings. We said earlier, 45 million homes and buildings with unhealthy toxic mold metals. 45 million buildings and homes. It's just incredible. And uh, this one, this, this statistic just blows my mind. Of all the different sinus infections, the chronic sinus infections, I mean, I can't tell you how many people come into seeing the chronic sinus infections every day. Every day there's somebody with chronic sinus infection. It's so common. It's probably the most common thing I can imagine. 92% of those, according to the World Health Organization, 92% are from mold sensitivity, from mold infection. 92%. 92 out of every 100 people with sinus problems have mold problems. But, but again, here's the, here's the sad part. Nobody knows. The doctors aren't inclined to know about it. They're not on top of it. They're not up to speed with it. The patients are not up to speed with it. It's out of sight, out of mind. It's not part of our discussion. So many people suffer so and so needlessly. But at the very least, I hope you take my advice and consider a couple if you suffer from any of these issues chronically and or acutely. I hope you take my advice and purchase some of these supplements and follow the diet. It'll make a difference, I promise. Guarantee it. So I like the fungicide, Genestra. G-E-N-E-S-T-R-A, Genestra, fungicide. F-U-N-G-I-S-O-D, fungicide, great product. 15, dro- 10, you know, 15 drops twice a day, three ounces of water each time. That's a fabulous product. And the good news is so many people come in to be treated, to be successful. They do well. They do exceptionally well. And they're amazed by their own, their own progress. They're still quite surprised in many cases. But they're stunned to find out that they're feeling as bad as they were something they didn't know anything about. And nobody, their doctor never talked to them about it. There's no discussion. It's not on the table. It's crazy. Mold release needs to become a conversation right now. At least. You know, we have so many people suffering from Lyme disease. We said earlier there's a dark corollary between susceptibility to, to mold and Lyme disease. One creates the other Research indicates that those people with Lyme disease are more susceptible to, susceptible to mold inflammation. Those people with mold inflammation are more susceptible to Lyme. They're both equally susceptible. It's a two-way street. That's so equally susceptible problem on both ends. So the number of people, 330,000 Lyme patients every year, 330,000, 330,000 every year. 
That's a million people struck by Lyme every three years. That's just incredible. And Mo plays a role in that. There's a question about it. I think I, I predict days going to come within the next five years. Won't be much more than that. We start to have breakthrough research indicating that mold is viewed as the primary root cause of so many different agents, so many different inflammatory agents, so many different diseases and conditions. It's always going to play a significant, we're going to find it's playing a significant role in a number of different health conditions. Guarantee, guarantee, guarantee it's promised that it'll happen within the next five or six years. The other thing I want to say is we be really careful about keeping our environments to speed the dryness. Like I said earlier, condensation is even an important factor. Some people have swimming pools in their homes, indoor pools, a lot of condensation. Be really careful about garages, basements, pools, even bedrooms near that are above garages. Are damp. Plumbing problems keep keep on top of the plumbing plumbing issues as well. Everybody's got plumbing issues from time to time. Leaky leaky faucets, leaky pipes, plumbing problems. They play directly into this whole business as well. Consider being tested. Consider being remediated if you have problems. Don't let don't let it go. Like I said earlier, I'll go over the. Recommendations as well, real quickly. Stay from fermented foods. Miso, tempeh, tamari, soy sauce, teriyaki sauce, nuts and seeds, especially peanuts and pistachio nuts, uh, blue cheese dressings, vinegar, beer, wine, champagne, melons, mushrooms. Be careful. Don't, don't make those staples in your diet. You be really cautious about those, especially the nuts and seeds. Supplement. Caprolic acid, 600 milligrams, three a day. Padiarco, P A U D A R C O, Padiarco, Brazilian rainforester, antifungal. Again, five to 600 milligrams, three a day. Keep those on an empty stomach. I mentioned the fungicide by Genestra. That's the best product I've ever used. G E N E S T R A, Genestra, fungicide, P U N G I S O D E, fungicide. 10, 15 drops twice a day. Bioallergies, yeast mold drops, more of a homeopathic. The genestra is a naturopathic, a little bit different. The natural bio, 10 drops three times a day, directly under the tongue. Those are my, those are my recommendations. Keep in mind, dealing with something here that's pretty insidious. For those of you who have asthma, sinus infections, pulmonary inflammation, allergic rhinitis, acute bronchitis, asthma morbidity, you can always start to get better. You know, I mentioned earlier the amount of money we're spending on these issues. 
Mold is costing us a lot of money, costing us a lot of money. Allergic rhinitis associated with mold costs three seven three point seven billion a year. Acute bronchitis associated with mold infection, one point nine billion a year. Asthma, one point seven billion a year. So we're spending a lot of money trying to neutralize the presence of the, the, the end result of the presence of mold. If we get rid of the mold to begin with, we would have to deal with all that. Problem needs to be handled at a different level than we've been with. We haven't been dealing with it at all, actually. And we need to focus on paying attention to our environment and our diet. Those are the two keys. Again, this is not a good time of year for mold either. This is quite a, quite a high mold season. Air conditioning is going to transfer a lot of mold. Get those air conditions cleaned out. Get somebody to clean out that of those ACs. When was the last time you had your AC cleaned out? How about the AC in your car? How old is your car? I read a study years ago done at one of the automobile manufacturers. They started to do a, they started to do a study on air conditioning systems in cars to, to try to make them more efficient, more effective. Everybody was getting sick. They couldn't figure out why everybody in this research project was getting ill. They finally found out that it was because of the air conditioning systems. Then the, the whole study changed and became more of a study about how they can improve the efficiency and effectiveness to maintaining a mold-free environment. Those air conditioning systems, pretty incredible. So you gotta make sure those air conditioning systems are cleaned out as well. That's super important. Clean those ACs. We're gonna take a, about that time to take a take a breather here for me. It's um, great to have you on board with us. Hopefully, you and your family are healthy, well, and doing particularly especially well these days, these hard times. I wish you the very best. Till next Sunday at 8 o'clock at the Martin Club. Remember, you know, please be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night.